Hey, it's Cody, and thanks for listening to The Mama's Den. Now, y'all know, black is beautiful, black is love. It can be seen 365 days a year, 24-7, and mamas know Target is here for all of it. Black Beyond Measure is Target's year-round campaign that celebrates and elevates the spectrum of Black love and success. From the multitude of commitments and investments in the Black community, to supporting HBCU students and uplifting Black entrepreneurs. Shop Black-owned or founded brands at Target, from home decor and candles, to beauty, wellness products, and so much more. Surround yourself in joy and amplify your Black love with the help of the Black-owned and founded brands at Target every day. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. Welcome back. Hi, Ashley. Hey, girl. Hey, Melanie. Hey, girl. So we have two new souls floating in your belly. (laughs) Yes, we're having babies. babies. I would just like to say for the record that this baby was met. Ma- my baby was manifested by Ashley. Yes, I was gonna say that's really my baby because but okay. it's Ashley's baby. She's already claimed it. Ashley's about to have five babies, or uh, well, five kids. Oh, okay, um, yes. Oh, I see what you're right. saying there. Okay. Ashley's Duh. having a a girl. Melanie, I'm is, having a TBD. It's a surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's having a TBA. Not announced. telling you guys. It's a secret. Um, I know. <laughs> We're not telling y'all. Hey, y'all, you gonna have to wait for the drop. <laughs> <laughs> the drop. Literally. So, <laughs> are you nervous about having baby? I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think the realization that I have come to accept and I'm okay with saying out loud is I don't enjoy being pregnant. Same. I don't. It's mm-hmm. not an easy process for me. Yeah. And I know, you know, the level of difficulty can be something that's subjective to everybody yeah. because. Ash, you went through crazy amounts of morning sickness and yeah. nausea mm-hmm. and crazy. I didn't have those things, but like my discomfort comes in other ways. And as I'm progressing through this pregnancy, I have this anxiety, which is so crazy because it goes against everything that I know to be true about the way I live my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But pregnancy just came along and just pulled a rug out from all of my practices of mindfulness and mm-hmm. Zen and all of it. I just immediately went to, well, if I feel like this now, how am I going to feel in three months? Yeah. And so, you know, that that scared me. But I have just accepted that I'm okay with saying out loud, I don't enjoy pregnancy. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I regret going through it. it. I definitely don't regret having my son. And obviously, I didn't regret it enough to not go back for yeah. number two. But I don't enjoy it. And I see women that love it and they glow and yeah. they're blissful through it all and they're happy I'm not the happiest like person to be around I think all the time and I'm just saying that for my husband (laughs) sometimes I'm just like I don't like you like I tell him I always make this joke I'm always like you're carrying the next one I always you know because is it like a hormone thing I don't like what part do you not like it infringes upon my freedom yeah to do what I want to do how I want to do it per one of our episodes about happiness yeah like I you know like to be able to fit in my clothes like how I want to. Like putting on a new pair of pants every day and being like, oh, those fit last week. They don't fit this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's defeating. It's restricting. It's restricting and it's defeating because you just, again, it's a lesson in surrender. Yeah. yeah. But also at the same time, like you just don't really have much control. Well, I don't. Sometimes I feel and that's hard for me. Yeah. But, you know, the discomfort of feeling heavy and bigger and that that's just not, yeah. it's not fun for me. You know, what? I feel like a lot of, women feel the same way you feel though i have had a lot of friends tell me they hate being pregnant mm. like they just did not enjoy their experiences they equally didn't have good birthing experiences mm. so that added to the situation and i think for me i don't mind being pregnant like it's not 
the worst thing. Like I don't feel, but this last time I think I've had that experience where mm. I really felt bad because I kept saying every day that I didn't want to be pregnant. Mm. And I felt really bad for saying that. Like I didn't not want the baby, but yeah. I did not want, because I was throwing up every day, like one, five months for five months. I just stopped like three weeks ago. Yeah. And even still, sometimes I'll just like randomly vomit. Like I'll just eat and I think everything's fine. I'll just be sitting there and then I just have to throw up. Yeah. And it just made me so miserable. I was very, very, very depressed. Like it was very dark for the past five months. I just remember waking up and just being so angry and irritated yeah. and feeling annoyed because like I was so nauseous and I'll be hungry and everything just made me mm. sick and nothing made me feel good. And everything would give me heartburner, and it was just—I'd never have had this experience. It's so—it's just—it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, I think it's the same thing. So I—I I had two really good healthy pregnancies mm-hmm. and delivering them but that didn't mean that I was uncomfortable yeah. like I don't like being pregnant either I'm grateful for the experience I'm mm-hmm. grateful my body can carry two babies yes. but I'm like I don't want to do it and to be honest <laughs> the thing that I don't like probably the most is I don't like how much discharge comes out of my vagina Girl, when I'm pregnant listen, no, I'm like my just, panties I'm sure are wet I'm sure all the time <laughs> It's too much. I was literally (laughs) Googling mucus plugs two days ago because like I had this weird long ass stem of like stream of discharge come Mm -hmm. out and it was like kind of milky looking. And I was like, was that my mucus plug? And it just kept happening. And I was like, what (sighs) the hell is this stuff coming out of me? It's so gross. And then sometimes you'll just go to the bathroom like, did I pee already? Like where does this droplet of pee? Like it's very irritating. I think for me, because this is my fourth pregnancy, my first two were amazing. Like I was so fit and I was working out like doing P90X and Nike workouts like 45 minute work the whole time until Dang. I was like nine months pregnant I only gained 20 pounds with Amira gained 25 with Azara 20 with Asia. I don't know I might have already gained 20 now <laughs> but um I never gained a lot of weight like the, I, the typical amount you're supposed to gain I worked out but the last two pregnancies so Asia and this one I was sick with Asia as well for like four months and I had like this round ligament pain because the she was I had her so close to Azara like my body didn't really heal mm. between the two so I had a lot of pain so I didn't work out with Asia like that I barely went on walks and even though I only gained 20 pounds I was I, I just felt bigger and I felt like really like just ugh, in my body. Mm-hmm. So these last two experiences have been so different and it's weird. And I think if I didn't have anything to compare it to, then I'm like, oh, this is pregnancy. But I think I have more depression because I know how I felt the other times. Yeah. So now I'm just comparing it to my other pregnancy experience where I'm like, why am I not working out as much? And why am I not doing X, Y, and Z? And it just makes me even more depressed. Like, and I just keep looking at my body. I literally will look at old pictures of me pregnant nine at nine months and I'm like the same size that I am now no and it's not healthy but I can't help it because I just feel so judged you know and I keep trying to tell myself this is your body you're having a baby it's beautiful like people are trying so hard to get pregnant and they lose their babies you need to be grateful but then it's like I just don't feel that way right now I don't feel that that way that's the constant struggle is the duality right Mm -hmm. the duality of feeling like this is my truth yes but Mm -hmm. I can also honor the greater experience of what it is absolutely and I know for me it's like I remember with Cam I was, I put on 80 plus pounds by the end of my pregnancy, wow. not because I was eating donuts and, yeah. you know, burgers every single day, but, but I mean, I definitely think that they missed something in my, mm-hmm. in my pregnancy that was causing me, I think I, I actually think I had preeclampsia without high blood pressure Oh wow! during my late, during my pregnancies, during my labor. And for anybody who's followed my like journey as an artist and as a woman, I did a YouTube video on my YouTube channel 
six weeks after I had Cam, because after I had him, people were like, where is she? And I did this video that really just was supposed to be a journal entry to myself, but I ended up sharing the truth about how my labor went. And yeah. it was traumatic. Right. I developed preeclampsia during my labor. There was no indication that that was going to happen. He was sunny side up. I ended up having to have a C-section after laboring to nine centimeters and then regressing to seven. Like wow. all these random one-off things that could have happened. I was having back labor, like all these things that could happen, happened to me. And I remember it was very traumatizing. So when, but through that process, like leading up because it's my first pregnancy, I didn't have anything else to compare it to. So now I'm coming back with this, okay, well, you know, it's wonderful to feel empowered and have information, but it's also another thing to be like, well, you know what happened last time. And yeah. not necessarily saying that that can happen again, but it could. No, but you have PTSD. That's normal. Yeah, it's trauma. Yes. It's trauma. And then of course, like again, it goes against the way I live my life, the way yeah. I treat my sisters, the way I would uplift you and call you and motivate you. I, know. I have a hard time doing it for myself. And yeah, that's a real that's struggle it. for me because I'm like, you have all the tools, use them. Right. But pregnancy and the shift and the change of everything happening so quickly, it, it and even though we're going through it together and we check on each other often, it's don't you, you still feel, feel isolated? isolated? Yeah, sure. You feel like, isolated. Pregnancy is such an isolating experience yeah. and you yeah. could have 10 girlfriends all yeah. going through it but at every day when you got to get up and deal like like last night i had to wash my hair my belly is so big i haven't seen my vagina already. girl like, that's no like, look I'm, at my finger i'm missing a piece of skin no i tried to baby yes like imagine i'm holding you know the what? bottom of my uh, yes. where i don't what planet did you come from she said look at my finger i'm missing a piece of skin no what the hell no, i was stars. holding the bottom of my stomach like this and i was shaving and i was i shaved my finger but i was in a i was it was like a murder scene i was in the shower Girl. no it was like this is heel i'm telling you it was like down to the white white me oh and God. it was just bleeding like all the way down my hand and i screamed and i was like chill come and help me and he had to like I'm in a shower butt naked half my vagina's waxed and I have like blood steaming down my finger and he had to come and wrap, wrap my I'm holding my hand outside the shower, shower and he's wrapping my finger and then because I'm a Capricorn I had to finish because there was no way I was going to have no, half a vagina shaved no. it's, all about, it's all about completing but I was goal. just like this like I'm trying that's what I'm saying. And my titties are huge, so I can't see over my titties or my stomach. Listen, girl. yeah, listen. I know, girl. And I'm oh the god, that's the worst. Mm -hmm. And I'm and this is what I'm saying. That's like, the worst. I don't remember that <laughs> happening for me with Cam till later in my pregnancy. Right. Yeah. So same. like feeling this way so early, I'm yes. just like, how am I going to do? What's Did you guys both get bigger? Um, I get faster. I feel like. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. How, so first of all, I have diastasis recti. So me too. I, so with Cam, explain what that is. So it's a separation of the abdominal wall uh -huh. that happens, and it's very, very common. Let mm -hmm. me say this to you, women. It is so common. You probably have it if you've had kids and don't even know you've had yep. it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that mommy tummy that they talk about and the distended stomach that your baby weight you can't lose, you could absolutely have separation in your abdominal wall, yep. which is causing your stomach to distend further. It, look right. like it looks okay? like you're like two, three, four yeah. months pregnant. You know, yeah. and if you have loose skin or anything, it just adds to that. So I, str I struggled with having to accept that after Cameron as it was. Yeah. And I went to three different physical therapists. I worked out. I was strong as shit in the gym. Like I was like, but that shit would never go, go back. Yeah. And as soon as I got pregnant, it's almost like at the pregnancy hormone implanted this time and my whole shit just went bloop and yeah. it opened up. And I looked pregnant immediately. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. there was no hiding it. Like yeah. there was no, like the bulge was already there. And even now, like if I don't have, I have to wear support garments under my yeah. clothes because my back will hurt. Yep. And I just, I'm like, what? Yeah. It, like this is, 
crazy to yeah. me. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I'm, and so again, in thinking about what that is and going forth. And then of course you're seeing all these other women and like people compare. And I was at a store the other day and this woman looked at me straight up and she was just like, how far along are you? And I was like three and a half months. And she was like, oh wow, you're big. Mm-hmm. Oh, the language, the language. And when you're I What'd just, you say? and I just looked at her. Oh, she was, like, a, she was an older woman. How old are you? She was an older woman. She was an older woman. The language. And again, Gosh, they need to be corrected more than anybody. And, Girl. Right. But I just held my peace Aww. and I just was like, I'm not going to take Such this personally. Person. I'm not going to take this personally. Yeah. I'm not. And and the thing about it is, is that I think that that's the thing. But also at the same time, I'm going to be mad at this woman, yet I'm not operating in the same yeah. care for myself. Mm. I'm looking at myself in the mirror being like, damn girl, you big. Like mm. at but home in my, in my own. Because when yeah. someone says that to you, it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. We do take in the things. You have to literally have a whole conversation with yourself about like, what they say doesn't matter. But when someone says something to you, you mm-hmm. do take that on. Yeah, instantly. you can't forget Whether it. Whether it's a positive or a negative. It. If somebody yeah. was like, oh my God, you look so beautiful. You're going to spend the rest of the day like, damn, I do look good, don't mm-hmm. I? If someone says something negative, you're going to keep thinking about that. Like, damn, am I big? Why Especially would you say that? Especially if you're already that? insecure about yeah, it too. Right. absolutely. Yeah. It was a crazy thing. But again, like that language. And I think going back to it, like one of my best friends, I was telling her, she was like, how are you feeling? I was like, honestly, sis, like in all truth, like, I just don't feel great. I don't feel beautiful. I don't feel like myself. I have a hard time feeling like the confidence that I felt like I used to have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she said to me, she was just like, you are growing a brain inside of your body. Like there is no rule on how you are supposed to feel about this. There's all kinds of things happening. She's like, but just know that like, you're just doing it. Yeah. And just get through it. Deep. And like I try to hold on to that. I'm like, every time I look at myself and I feel some kind of way or it gets a difficult day to get out of bed or I feel super heavy and, you know, I I, I don't feel like I have the motivation to work yeah. out and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not in the best mood. I'm just like, you are building a brain. And I just building, keep telling myself, we're a brain. building a brain, bitch. Like, yeah. you get it together. Like, yeah. Listen, you know. There's another heartbeat in there. Yes. I'm like, you literally have two heartbeats. Yes. Right. I mean, and yeah. that's still nice, but mm-hmm. it still don't make you feel better. But it's, you just have to keep mm-hmm. saying it every day. Yeah. I never, I never purchased maternity clothes with any of my pregnancies. Mm. Never. I still could fit my jeans, all my shirts. And I am buying maternity clothes and I'm only five months. That was something for me. You know what I mean? Because I was like, damn, I'm really bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I had to just like, it just bothers me sometimes. I can't help it. Like I, sometimes I let it go and sometimes I'll just try to put something on and then I feel very big and it doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel good about myself and Oof. it bothers me. And then like, I'm telling myself, Ashley, you're growing up or I'll feel the baby kick. And then mm-hmm. I have a moment like, oh, this is such a beautiful moment. But I'm like you too. Like where I'm like, I'm five months. I have to gain how much more weight? Like right. you start having anxiety mm-hmm. about the future. Like how big am I going to be? I've never been that big before. Like it just get, makes you crazy. I'll mm-hmm. never forget. Yeah. And mm-hmm. with Cam, I came back from my six month appointment and I had put on 11 pounds in one month. Now, mind you, I had no idea how much weight women were supposed to carry. Right. So when I came and she was like, yeah, you've already put on 40 pounds during your pregnancy. You still have four more months to go. And I remember she was like, how has your eating been? And I remember pausing being like, I didn't, I mean, it was Thanksgiving. I was like, I didn't eat the whole damn turkey. Like, why are you <laughs> asking me that? Right? And let, but, but that was, looking back, like, that was terrifying. Right. Like, and they should have noticed, like, you were having an insulin retention issue because so if that's no, making you gain weight. No one mm-hmm. yeah. decided to say, hey, we should test her for this. But again, the way the medical system fails women, especially women of color, black women, brown women, you know, I, I'm not going to say that I felt failed because I'm here and it was a success story and we're here and we're healthy. But I do feel like something was missed. No, they failed you. And Just I because f- you succeeded doesn't mean they didn't fail you. But the but the end goal 
is that I'm here. Right. right? So like, I'm, so I can't go back and change it. Right. So Absolutely. for me, but again, having equipped with that information now, this pregnancy, I'm just kind of like, all right, instinct is everything for me, this, this pregnancy, because it's not my first yeah. time around. So I'm going off of instinct. Yep. I'm like, how does my body feel? What doesn't sit right with you? What are you going to do for yourself? Like, I think that that's different for me this time yeah. too, where I, as scared as I feel because of experience and knowledge, mm-hmm. I also feel more empowered yeah. Absolutely. because I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm not going to just accept what you're telling me. I'm like, you know, I shared with you guys mm-hmm. that because I had a C-section before the practice that I'm currently with is telling me that they don't perform C-sections. They don't perform VBACs, which is vaginal birth after cesarean. And that was really hard for me to hear because I really wanted the opportunity to try to push. Yeah. Now, again, in having previous experience, I'm okay with surrendering to what will be the best journey for me. Right. But I also have my own ideas of how I would like to approach my birth this time. And I think you should stay empowered in that because I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I have a lit, it's so weird because I keep asking myself like, why am I, why did I wait till my fourth child? But I feel like all three of my pregnancies, well, my birthing experiences were really not great. I mean, I had them all vaginally and I didn't use medication, but I still feel like I was not empowered in those Mm -hmm. situations. Like my husband was amazing and he was just like the only thing that was good about those experiences experiences but my doctors were not listening to me they were rude to me like I didn't feel very loved or like the nurses to me are always amazing I'm always yeah. like if it wasn't nurses for the are the nurses, angels by they the way. are the they real really angels. Are. nurses yes. are the true angels the nurses listen mm-hmm. and they're like okay mm-hmm. I got your back but the doctors I felt like were very rushy and just like when I had Asia, he did 10 c-sections that day he was just well, really trying to get me out the door like let's talk go about, let's talk about this for a second right now because I asked my doctor I was like what is it she says our practice just doesn't do C-sections. When I, I mean, asked, V-backs or C-backs? Uh, I'm V-backs, sorry, they yeah. don't do V-backs. Right. So when I asked her why, there is a less than 1% chance of a vaginal rupture if there's been enough time for a woman to heal. So there's really no reason, unless you're a high-risk pregnancy, yeah. that you shouldn't be able to push Right. But they still won't do it. Right. Why? More money. Because we get to make more money. Because yeah. the doctor doesn't have to sit around in a hospital nope. waiting for you to give birth all day. And they'll they schedule, schedule them all it, on the same day. And they'd be like, boom, you at two o'clock, you at three o'clock, yep. you at four o'clock. And for me, birth and this whole process feels magical and natural. And I would like for it to be that way as much as possible right. within the safety of what's best for me and my child. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, having that option taken away from me was really hard to hear this time. And it's, so now I'm forced with this decision. Like, do I, I have to switch. Yeah, I have so to find I want someone to. else to empower my, my choices that I want for myself. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a couple of women that I've spoken to and they would say like, well, my doctor like forced me into getting, and mm. I'm like, but if that's your first child and you don't know, you feel like, oh, that's my only option. And they don't know to use their voice and be like, no, this is what I'm going to do. This is my body. Cause then it goes back to that money thing. They're like, well, if you do a C-section, you're not waiting around all day. You know, you get the baby in and out onto the next case. And it's like, and no, you have an option. Right. But like this is it why... is your body, unless it's an emergency. Right. right. But like, don't force me into something if everything is but going fine. But you know fine. what happens too though? You... <laughs> Like, that's why I'm like, how did this happen three times? Because you go into it with all the stuff in your mind. Like, I'm not going to do this. Mm. Then you start getting in pain and you start feeling very vulnerable. And the first person you're going to listen to is the doctor. Because in that moment, you like lose all. Yeah, you're super scared. You lose all sense of self. And you're like, I just want this baby to get here safely. And so whatever they're telling you, you start saying, yes, okay, fine. Everything, even though you know it might not be what you wanted, you don't trust yourself anymore Mm. in that moment.
that moment. You're you, now you're you, like, like, I just got to listen to the doctor because they're telling you, oh, they're hard. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you, you don't want to fight that because you're like, I'm not going to be the reason why my baby doesn't get here. Right. So you just do whatever they tell mm-hmm. you to do. But this is why I also think the conversation about doulas and Absolutely. midwifery are so important because of all the women that I know who have taken that route, have gone to birthing centers, midwives and, and doulas. Is a very empowering experience mm-hmm. for them. And even though it is not easy always and it's painful, mm-hmm. and I think to each his own, and I think that it's really important for women to not be afraid to explore every single option yeah. because what will speak to you will speak to you. You yeah. know, like I always thought that I was gonna squat down in my house and have a child home birth in, <laughs> in water. <laughs> I am a warrior woman, I'm gonna pop these kids out, it's gonna be nothing. But you know, in reality, I almost died. Yeah. And if I wasn't in a hospital, I wouldn't, I might not be here. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it, it it's it's twofold, but I do believe there's ways for women to empower themselves and to surround themselves with a tribe of people that can give you information mm-hmm. and give you tools to prepare you. And so I personally feel that every woman should have a doula. That's I w- like, yeah, I want to get one. Yeah, I, I think feel it's like so that important. should just could be, like, can't y'all just put it in our plans? Like, yes. it should just be like, sure, No, it should be covered by insurance. Right. <laughs> that would be too that. right. That would be way too helpful. Right. No. <laughs> no, and my, and my doula, I remember being in the hospital and I remember getting to this place where after they had given me the epidural and my blood pressure had was still up and it wasn't going but I wasn't in like the excruciating pain I was in before and I just remember being like oh well I'll just labor here until he's ready to come out and the doctor was like the nurse actually she's just like no the baby's fine you're a hot mess like we need to get you into a surgery because of that like the baby's I, I was literally willing in my own motherly state of mind. Oh, I'll die for this. Yeah. No, bitch, you have to be here to take care of this baby. Yeah. You can't die. Yeah. So I remember looking at my doula and my doula and my husband were outside and he came in and he told me, he said, I have to leave the hospital with both of you. Aww. And my doula looked at me and she was just like, you've waited nine months to see this baby. Go get your baby. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. And having her look at me yep. and know my journey and say, this is okay yeah. for you to let go. We are here for you. That support is you know, everything, man. Everything, everything in that yeah. moment for me, you know? Mm-hmm. But this time around, I'm seeing the midwife. I'm seeing the doulas. Right. I'm seeing yeah. the burden centers. I'm seeing the other doctors, the non-VBAC doctors. I want yeah. all the information yeah. to empower no, myself. I'm just telling you guys earlier that I made a list with my husband about all the things that I want to do this time that I want to make sure happen, you know? Yeah. Like, just, it's so important for me to not be laying on my back when I push the baby out. Like, I'm going to squat. I don't care what you say. Like, it's I could squat on the bed. I don't have to be on the floor, but I'm not laying on my back. Yeah. And just even like not being pressured into having so much Pitocin at one time, Mm -hmm. them not rushing the process, them understanding like I need you to have like other options for me to do pain management. Like you need to have a bar, like the ball, like all of that stuff. Just because I feel like I went into it that way the first three times, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really honor that process. And Mm -hmm. it just was such a traumatic experience of just pain and like anguish. And I don't, yeah, I don't want that. And I want to do delayed cord cutting. So I've talked to my doctor about that. Like Like, we're going to wait. Tell it to express like why, why you want to do that? Because like, so I just been reading a lot of information about how it's healthier for the baby. Mm -hmm. It's healthier for the mom as well. And healing and I also want to get my p- placenta capsulized mm-hmm. oh I did so that talent, yeah and that's what I heard it's like really that's what's gonna I did. did you feel good. was good for your postpartum and like yes helpful? okay I do I do and also like my I mean again my my doula did mine 
And she told me that my placenta weighed over six pounds. Oh, wow. Which is a, a massive placenta. And yeah. I was like, what? Like this? Yeah. And we're carrying all these things. Yes. But it all comes from you and it's good. And that delayed cord clamp, even though I had a C-section, that mm-hmm. was something that I requested. Okay. So even though he didn't get to stay like the full like 10, 20 minutes that I, he would have if we had a yeah. vaginal birth, they still kept him on longer than they typically would. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated yes. my doctors yeah. for honoring that. That's and, so I, good. and I think it's also, I think it's important for like listeners to understand too, the importance of like the vitamins and everything that's inside of the placenta. Yes. I think that, you know, we're not, we don't, we're not fully educated on the fact that like, once you have the baby in the placenta, all those vitamins, it's like they're leaving your body and yes. you're depleted. Then you start breastfeeding. Then the baby's taking even more of your nutrients. And it's like, and you, you have to restore it. And you're depressed yeah, and you're tired. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, okay, having a baby is not all of it, but it's like, no, that postpartum care, care? is so important. Yes. It's yes. so, and it's so slept on. I mean, that's what I feel like really activated my journey with really paying attention to my own personal mental health on a new level was I had postpartum depression with peace. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to kill myself. I'm going to try to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. But I was like, I wasn't educated enough on like postpartum care and the fact that that's like your fourth trimester, mm-hmm. you know, and really like still taking your vitamins. I was just like, okay, baby's here. Stop everything. When right. it's like, no, your body is trying to heal from the baby after. So taking the right herbs still seeing the doula getting the check you know on your tummy did you do all of the differently after you had oh hell yeah i was like oh baby (laughs) come on i'm like mama yeah i had i stepped into my situation with zen so much more like i was just so much more aware yeah you know my my pregnancy with him was uncomfortable as hell Mm. right because i wasn't i was telling melanie this i wasn't producing um enough of the hormone that like makes you really go into labor i was staying dilated i was like three Three, centi- three, four centimeters for like a cool month. Oh, God. oh yeah. And he was late, but he was just chilling. So I kept telling the doctor and he was like, okay, on, on 42 weeks, that's when you're just like, it's time to get the yep. baby out. And I would just tell him whatever it is, I'm not getting a C-section. He's like, no, we're not doing a C-section on you. Absolutely. I had a, an amazing, both of my doctors for both pregnancies were amazing, but so Dr. Mann, he's like, no, you're going to be fine. We're just going to, you know, give you the Pitocin. Woo child. <laughs> but it made his little butt. Come get, out. get up out, yeah. you know? But yeah, post, I just made sure I still took vitamins. I made sure I took my time. Yes. You know, I really tried to like calm down, you know? Cause I think the very first, when I first had peace, I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. It was just a lot. And then there's so many opinions because everybody wants to help out of love. Ugh. But I'm like, I don't know. I was very overwhelmed oh, post having yes. her. I was like, it's, it's too much help. It's too much of like, everything you yeah. know but um it's a lot yeah second time around i'm like move and then i also <laughs> I feel like this. people kind of knew like okay she's been here already right <laughs> so i'm like no you yeah. the postpartum thing is so important because i that yeah. was like not non-existent the last two kids that i had it just was not real especially when you already have a child yeah it's so hard so i already told chia like listen i'm doing the 40 days and i am i don't want nobody bothering me and we're gonna have i was like i'm getting a postpartum doula and she's gonna she has to be one that can cook because I, and I was like, and I also think I'm going to do a meal plan, a meal prep, because I don't want to think about me eating. And I definitely don't want to leave that up to my husband. Um, this is like a point of contention for us in our relationship. Like, he's just like, what do you want to eat? Are you hungry? Yes, I'm hungry. You know, I'm hungry. Like, why am I telling you what oh I want to eat? Just God. think, what do you mean? I love you. Because I just love you. I just cook for everybody. I don't ask, you know what I'm saying? I think right. it's just different. He's so like, he's just very thoughtful to the point where he's it's trying like to cater specifically thoughtful. to Yeah. You. And I'm like, I don't care. Just I don't have time something. for that. Yeah. I don't want to think. Is it ready? Think. Is it made? Yeah. Is it hot? 
Yeah, like just fake me some need, damn it. <laughs> so I just want to remove all of that pressure from our household. Like I have to have somebody come in and help cook. And I'm saving my money for that. Like that's yeah. important to me. So that's what I'm focusing on is mostly postpartum is having someone there to help and even getting a babysitter. So mm-hmm. they can come and watch the kids, take them to the park Girl. for a couple hours. Like all of these things that I never realized really play a role into how you feel because you're sleep deprived. Like your hormones are trying to come back. You like, it's just your body is not the same and it's not normal. Beyond all of that, it's the sleep deprivation. Like yeah. that'll make you crazy. Crazy. That crazy. makes you crazy if you're not pregnant. Yes. So you don't wake up in the middle of the night and hate your baby because they keep waking you up. Like, people don't talk about that. Girl. Well, you will look at that baby and be like, I kind of want to choke you. Like, <sighs> no. Because you're tired. No, it's real. And you have to tell yourself, like, you love this child. But people do that to their children because people yeah. don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so when you go into an understanding, like, when you have that feeling, it's normal. And this, these are the things that you should do. You need to mm-hmm. talk to somebody. You need to take a break. You need to go in the bathroom and cry. Put some headphones on for a mm-hmm. second. Clear your mind. Then go back and hold your baby. Mm-hmm. Don't suffocate them. Because... Yeah. People feel bad and think they're crazy when they feel that way. And it's very normal. normal yeah. It's very that's normal. That, that's that, you know, when you see those shows, I mean, it's like the murder shows, obviously. And it'd be yes. like, she killed her baby. And people are like, oh my God, how could she ever? But it's she like, was post- she, yeah. she was postpartum and you yeah. literally are just like so overwhelmed, yes. you know? And that, sleep deprivation ugh. is insane. Like I just literally remember sometimes insanity. waking up and being like, Chia was so nice. And he was like, I'll sit up with you. And I'm like, why would you sit up? That's stupid. You can sleep. I'm the one who's breastfeeding the baby. Like just, you just lose your you mind. You lose your mind. Yeah. You lose your, you're so you lose tired. Your fucking mind. Yeah, and yeah. I, I have to have uh, help because I don't want to be like crazy no, that, lady. That That's how I was. Was in. Yeah, I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. Yeah, no. that help is so real. I remember when I had Cam the first time. I was like, so uh, all of our moms. I was like. We're not going to have you guys come for a month. Oh. I'm like, we just want our time to nest as a family. Mm. Oh, <laughs> didn't know my ass was about to be cut open, having a cesarean. Girl, couldn't she walk. like, hi. Remember that conversation? Mom was on the plane. Girl. She was there four hours after we got home from the hospital four days later. Come on, mom. When I tell you. So helpful so, too, so, huh? So helpful. Ugh. So this time, my mom was like, so yeah, so we're going to come and we'll probably stay for a month. I was like, wonderful. Yeah. Stay you for two. Stay for two. For you? Stay for two. How where long can you stay? you at? The Carlton. Where, where like, do you want to stay? No, she's staying in the house. I'm like, you're there. Because I'm just like, no, she's like, I'm not fighting the the offered help this time. No. I'm not going to try to wear myself thin and be, you know, oh, I got this or whatever. Because also too, I also now too, when you get this, because you have two, Ashley, you're about to have four, is that you also have another kid. kids. And they have needs. And everything changes with them too. You know, everything changes. It's like, wait, I'm not number one no more. Their needs change. I already am planning in my head. Like I told you, like we have to get a Cali King bed. They're going to, I'm already releasing now. I'm Mm -hmm. releasing everything. They're going to want to sleep in a bed Somebody's going to come into bed with you. They're going to feel left out and we're just going to let them lay. I'm not going to be upset. You can lay in the bed with me. We're all here. We're all included. You want to hold the baby, hold the baby. I don't care. Like I'm not going to be a weirdo. Like you can't be so restricted because it just makes the experience so negative for everyone. You literally have to release control when you have a baby Mm -hmm. and just let it happen. Like Mm -hmm. we're all here together it's fine. The baby's mm-hmm. going to be better for being dropped by their sibling. Also, you know what too? Right. Everything's going to be okay. Right. Oh, Zen didn't fill off that bed so many times. Oh, girl. Oh, God. We I used to be like, oh my God. <laughs> and then when he gets to tripping, I'm like, it's my fault. Remember when he fell that <laughs> he one fell time and bed? that one time and that one time? Girl, Mira dropped her iPad on top of Azara's head because she was FaceTiming my mom trying to show her the baby and I was like, and her little head was all red. I was like, oh, oh Jesus. Gosh. Oh, I God. also think that um, I feel like it's it should be, I don't know, culture 
culturally, I feel like other other moms once they have their baby, all women come together. Yes. And like, but I'm like, why is it that we have this idea of like, no, 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 I need to like your very your first Slavery, girl. Yeah, like okay, just, it's just gonna we're gonna nest together. It's like no, it's supposed to be like here you go. I'm gonna be okay. Can everybody help me nurture as I'm healing that my is body? A normal back. thing in our community in Africa and Asia and all right. places they do that, but it is because of slavery. We've yeah, been isolated like, from our oh community gosh. has been taken away from girl. us, and so we're we're parenting in an unnatural way. It is Absolutely. not natural to be alone. No. And be in your house, just you and your partner with your kid. No. Like you're supposed to have people come over, take your kid, cook you dinner, do all of that, help you out. But we reject that because that's not what most of us are used to. Mm-hmm. But it's because we're fighting something that's very, that should be natural. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I, also, I leaned in. I'm like, well, the <laughs> whole thing right. is the more the merrier. I think that, I think that for women too, just certain women to just, it, they're afraid of judgment or shame or mm-hmm. like maybe not having all the answers and not like yeah. having like they have it all put together. But I think that when you surround yourself with women and a tribe of people who are not there to judge you, who are really there to mm-hmm. love and care for you, mm-hmm. that is essential to your well-being. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It, it's, it's, and essentially for the well-being of the baby. Girl. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing that I just keep thinking about, too. So every time I come back to these thoughts of what is difficult and what is hard and how I'm feeling and honoring those things, I also come back to your mind is going to get you through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need mm-hmm. to strengthen your mind. No matter how hard your body feels, like I literally am just like, okay, we're not going to put more pressure on myself than I need to. Right. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to try to really keep this strong mentality of acceptance mm-hmm. absolutely, and surrender going through what's happening because I need this baby to come out with this energy. Yeah. Because I also don't want to feel panicked and anxiety all the time, even though it's a reality. Yeah. I also still, too, have to try to work through these things on a daily basis because I do feel if it's outside the womb, it starts inside the womb. Absolutely, like, that's that true. That baby is feeding everything off of me right now. And so for that reason, this is why women are amazing. This is why mothers are amazing. It's because we are literally able to self-sacrifice. Yeah. And we are mm-hmm. literally able to level ourselves up for our children. Like this is something that we are designed to do. And I think it's yeah. beautiful. So I just try to come back to the magic of that. Yeah. And to be like, you can do this. Yes, you feel like shit today. Yes, you're not happy with this. Yes, it's okay to say, I don't enjoy being pregnant. That doesn't mean that I don't love this baby. That right. doesn't mean I don't want this baby. That does not mean that I am grateful for this life that is growing inside of me and all that comes with it. Right. But I know that my mind is going to be the thing that gets me through it because this body she just don't want to get out of bed some days <laughs> mm-hmm. she just does it no, you know I so it. i just just honoring the entire process right and i think that the, what i love about this podcast what i love about this conversation and truly what motherhood has done for me mm-hmm. after that first experience for me it's brought me to conversation mm-hmm. and healing that doesn't necessarily come from your doctor mm-hmm. And it doesn't come from that. It comes from sharing experiences and transparency and vulnerability, vulnerability and sharing healing. the shit that we, it's a superpower. Yeah, vulnerability absolutely. is a superpower at the end. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you can walk through walls. If you don't know how to be vulnerable, <laughs> you ain't going to get nowhere. Get nowhere. <laughs> right. So you're not going to get no answers it, to so, nothing. So that's, mm-hmm. that's why this is so important. Like mm-hmm. even now to like, just have you guys say these things, know that there's other women that are going to be listening to this that may have felt the same things. I always feel like no matter how many stories might sound the same, there's always going to be one factor, one variable, one thing that is true mm-hmm. and personal to you and your story. Mm-hmm. So share. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to share these things. Like, yeah. we're not talking about the fact that, like, we got extra milk ducts in our armpits, okay? <laughs> Let's yeah. just, that's a whole other episode. Yeah. And oh, I feel God. like also when it comes to, like, pregnancy and just motherhood, there's so much that we have in common 
like you yeah. would be surprised like ha- like milk the the milk duds it's like, okay guys i have shit. milk duds in my underarms she and has my milk, duds. milk breast milk came out my underarms and it's a whole thing but i was actually watching botched on etv and there was mm-hmm. a lady on there who went and got her her breast tissue removed because the same thing happened to her See? she didn't know she had it she got pregnant See? her things got engorged and they swole up and then after she had her baby she was feeling self-conscious because she's like i have this extra fat under there and it's like a titty in your underarm and she had to get it removed and I felt so seen but it's just like what you're saying if you don't share your stories you feel I always remember this Lauren Hill's unplugged when she was talking about taking her kids to Disney World and she said if everyone just when she took them to see the behind the scenes right and she's like I wanted my kids to see what it was really like like yes this is beautiful but like this is the work that goes into making Mm -hmm. this beautiful right she's like just imagine if people existed in the world that way and they walked around and just showed their scars Mm -hmm. it was like oh you have one too She's like, but we're so busy trying to be the outside of Mm -hmm. Disney when most of us are the inside of it. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of work that goes into that. Always think about that. That unplugged was amazing. But I always think about that. She said fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what she said. Mm -hmm. I know what she said. That's a gospel. That that was a whole, (laughs) that was a whole Bible. Mm -hmm. So that means that, truly, like that's really what it is. It's like this fantasy of what we want it to be and all that we believe it to be is nice. But the reality of the conversations that need to be had at every stage is what we need. The truth. Yeah. And that is the truth. Because and we'll be more connected. Because absolutely. there are some people who just have amazing pregnancies, amazing births, and they snap back and they have abs. Great for you. But that's like 1% of Literally 1%. 1%. Everyone else has something, you know what I mean? If they're uncomfortable, maybe they didn't enjoy being pregnant, but they had nice delivery, but the the pregnancy wasn't great Mm -hmm. or vice versa, or both weren't a great experience. But even postpartum um, depression, like all of these things, if we don't share our experiences, then we are contributing to the isolation of other women. 100%. And we don't evolve like as as the soul, like on an energetic level, just stays the same, you know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we want all women to know that they are seen, we feel you. You're heard. You're not alone. No, you are not. And if you are feeling these feelings, it's you need to talk to somebody. Yes. If talk you to can't talk to your mom, your sister, your friend, talk to your doctor, a your therapist. therapist. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's so important because you're not alone and it's not wrong to have unpleasant feelings about being pregnant, being postpartum, your delivery, like you're going to be tired. You're going to be exhausted. You're not your best self. And so you just have to show yourself grace. Absolutely. This was amazing. This is the stuff that they don't talk about. (laughs) No. Painting a pretty picture. Thank you, ladies, for sharing. Congratulations on my new baby. I'm dropping them off. We're going to drop them off. (laughs) And thank you guys for tuning in again. Bye. Bye. Bye.